In this episode of Pastor Brad Rocks, that's what today's topic does for me right there, man. It just allows me to take a deep breath and sigh and relax and and, and rest because God is faithful, man. That's what we're going to talk about today. God is faithful. What does it mean that God is faithful? What does it mean about him? What does it mean for us? What does it mean for you? Whatever you're dealing with right now, this world is a crazy place. How awesome is it to know that we know and are loved by, redeemed by, uh, cared for by a faithful God? Man, we're going to talk about that today. I really believe it's going to encourage you and rock you up. And speaking of rock you up, I can't wait to share a song with you off of my Out of the Hellhole album. This one is called Faithfulness, and it's about wanting to be a faithful follower of Jesus, but also just resting in and being thankful for the faithfulness of God. I remember exactly where I was when I wrote this song, man. I can't wait to share this memory with you. Uh, This tune is going to rock you up. It's going to bless you. It's going to remind you of our call to be faithful followers and also just really more importantly, just the faithfulness of our awesome, awesome God. Let's do this. Pastor Brad here, your 80s heavy metal headbanging, Jesus-loving online pastor. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Pastor Brad Rocks podcast. Hey, wherever you happen to be listening to this episode, be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. If you're enjoying these podcasts, whatever platform you happen to be on, if you can leave a thumbs up or a comment or share this episode with a friend, that would be awesome to help the audience grow. God bless you, man. Thank you in advance so much for that. And now... Let's move on to the point of today's podcast. There are so many awesome attributes about God revealed in Scripture, man. He is all-powerful, all-knowing. He is sovereign over all things. He created everything. He holds everything together. He is awesome. But I'm telling you, one of my favorite aspects of God is that He is faithful. Man, what does that mean? Here's what the Bible says. Lamentations chapter 3, verses 22 and 23. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. For his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Let's break these verses down just a little bit. Listen to this, man. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. Think about that. We don't really appreciate how holy God is and how much sin is an affront to his holiness. If God did not temper his holiness with love, we would be consumed. He would destroy us instantly because his holiness demands that sin be destroyed. And of course, this was written before Jesus as well, but still, it gives us insight into God's nature. Because of your love, we're not consumed. It's only because you love us that you don't just rain down hellfire and brimstone on us every day. I know we like to think we're pretty good people, but that's only because we compare ourselves to other people, not to God. If we ever compared ourselves to God, we'd see how far short we fall every minute. But anyway, it says, for his compassions, his compassions never fail. And then he says something amazing. They are new every morning. God's compassions are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Think about this little fact. This is awesome. God created the earth 
could have created it in, in any shape he wanted to. Could have made it a, a cube, right? No problem. But he made it a sphere, like a, a ball. And that ball is out in space and it is circling the sun and it's rotating, which means the sun is always constantly 24-7 coming over the horizon of some part of the earth. In other words, it's always morning somewhere in the earth. Now think about this. Your compassions never fail. They are new, made new, fresh. They're fresh every morning. It's always morning somewhere. God's mercies are continually fresh and made new and freshly poured out on the earth 24-7. How awesome is that? In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 13, Paul is writing to his uh, disciple, Timothy, who he is raising up in the faith and teaching how to be a pastor. And he says, Timothy, listen to this. If we are faithless, the, the people of God, if we are faithless, he remains faithful for he cannot disown himself. You know what we learned from this verse? That faithfulness isn't something we try to do. Faithfulness is a character trait of who we are, okay? So you gotta understand, when you were transformed, when you were born again, when you surrendered your life to Christ, died to your old life, put your faith in Him and decided to follow Him as a disciple, His Spirit moved into you and brought about a new birth. There was a, the theological word is He regenerated your spirit and your soul. He reconciled you and brought you back into relationship with God and his spirit moved in and his spirit began the work of developing the character of Christ within you. That's what we call the fruit of the spirit. One of those character traits is faithfulness. Okay. And so he's developing that character trait that is a character trait of God in you. Now we still live in the flesh. We still live in a broken world. So we still struggle with faithfulness. Okay. But Paul says, even when we stumble in this, even when we are not faithful, when we are faithless, God remains who he is. He is faithful. It's not something he does. It's who he is. He, he cannot be anything else. He is faithful. He always is faithful to his promises, to his character, to his nature, to who he is. Always. And we can rest in that. That's the awesome takeaway. God is always faithful and he's always going to be faithful. God says what he means and he means what he says. Now listen, there's, there's going to be pieces of scripture that you read and you're like, man, I don't understand that. That is like, some of it's like 5,000 years old. And so, you know, it takes a little bit of work to dig down into the culture and figure out what you were reading actually meant to the original audience sometimes. So things seem a little confusing. But once you understand what's being said in every passage, friends, it's, it's not difficult stuff. It all comes down to character and loving God and loving people. And God always means what he says, and he says what he means. He keeps all of his promises. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. That's contrary to who he is. He doesn't even know that concept of being unfaithful. He loves us. He demonstrated that love by sending Jesus into the world and sending him to the cross to shed his blood for our sin. Friends, those of us who put our faith in Christ, we are redeemed, we are reconciled, we are forgiven, we are justified. The word justified means we have been made just as if we never sinned. We're in perfect relationship with God because of Jesus. And he has promised that he's coming back for us. Friends, we wake up every day. We live in a broken world, but we live with citizenship in heaven, and we know every morning when we wake up, His mercies are fresh and new. He loves us. We're in Christ, and we have the promise that tomorrow will be better than today because Christ is coming back for us. Think about that, man. Faithfulness. How big of an impact that God's faithfulness makes on our daily life. My mind goes back to 1988. 
I was 21 years old, man. And uh, these were some of the darkest days of my life, at least on record to to this point. I had been diagnosed with this this benign brain tumor. Praise God, it was benign, uh, but it was large. It had been there a long time. I went into Methodist Hospital in Indianapolis, March 2nd, 1988, had that tumor removed. And due to uh, just a lot of this just um, effects of the surgery and the tumor, I was left with a 75% sight loss. I, I could not, I could only see 25% of what I had seen before the surgery. And uh, man, it threw me into a season of stress and concern and tears in bargaining with God and pleading with God and begging God and doing every, I mean, I had people lay hands on me and I mean, it was like, God, what are you doing? I had just surrendered my life to Christ six months before this. Um, I recommitted my life to Christ, and I was had all kinds of issues going on in my heart. Like, what is the deal? I just, I just rededicated my life to Christ. This, this is what you do to me, God. I mean, you know all that stuff. And uh, God just let me stew for a year. He was really pretty silent. I never lost my faith or anything like that. I was just really wrestling with why I was as bitter and hurting. And then, all of a sudden sovereignly, beautifully, God allowed this thought to come into my mind. Brad, do you think any of this caught me off guard? Do you seriously think I didn't see this coming? Do you seriously think that uh, I would let you come to Christ and then punish you with this this thing? Have you ever considered the fact that maybe I brought you to your knees and, and a, to a place of recommitting your life to Christ and back into relationship with me where you know me and are walking with me so that you wouldn't be alone when you endured this? Have you ever considered the fact that maybe I'm working in this? That nothing happens in your life that I don't sovereignly allow? And that if I've sovereignly allowed it, I'm in it with you and I will walk with you through it and you can endure it and there's purpose in it, right? That Romans 8.28 might actually be true? That in all things we know that, that God is working for the good? of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Do you know what his purpose is? He tells us in verse 29 to make us more and more into the likeness of his son. In other words, it's all about character development. And, and so, hey, Brad, in the light of eternity, have you ever thought that I'm using this season of your life to develop you and make you more of who I want you to be? And that when you've been in heaven for a million years, you'll look back on this and go, oh, praise God for that season of sight loss. Um, I learned some my, my character was shaped so much in ways that it never would have been if I hadn't walked through that dark valley. That's the nature of dark valleys, guys. We love the mountaintops. That's where the sun shines. But the fruit always grows in the valley. we got to remember that. And nothing is ever wasted in God's economy. He uses everything. So when I woke up to that and I realized if God led me to it, he'll lead me through it. He's faithful. It changed everything. It changed how I faced every day after that. No matter what happens, God is with me, man. He's good. I can trust him. His mercies are new every morning. Listen, let's think about a couple synonyms for the word faithfulness. They all apply to God. Unwavering. If something is faithful, it's unwavering. That means it's never changing. God never changes. You can go back through any period of history you want and look at how much mankind has changed, technologies changed, cultures changed, all that stuff. But God never changes. His word never changes. His character never changes. His promises never change. His faithfulness never changes. Another word, a synonym for faithfulness is true. He is true. It's not just that he tells the truth. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And as we seek him and trust him and lean on him, he will faithfully guide us through every single moment and trial in life. Trustworthy is another word for faithful. He is trustworthy. That means he's worthy of trust. He has proven himself over and over again to be worthy of our trust. 
That's why Peter tells us in one of his writings, cast your cares, cast your anxieties on him. I've done this so many times at night when I go to bed and I'm stressed. I'm like, okay, God, I'm just stopping. I'm pushing the stop button, taking a breath. I'm casting all of my worries and cares on you. Lord, I give them to you. I'm going to bed and I go to sleep with peace. And I say, you know what, Lord, in the morning when your mercies are fresh, we'll wake up and we'll deal with that day. And, and you'll, your strength and, and blessing will be enough. Your, your uh, peace and grace will be enough in the morning to walk through that. But right now, I'm just giving it to you. This is why Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 say, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Your own understanding will always stress you out, right? In all of your ways, acknowledge Him. Recognize His presence and His faithfulness, right? And He will direct your paths. He will make your path straight. He will see you through. Whatever He leads you to, He will lead you through. The song, Faithfulness, this is another one that goes back to the garage days of the mid-1980s and that, that Black Rose band that I was in with Todd and Ryan, man, banging it out in the garage. And Kevin Robinson played bass in that for a little while. And Lisa Carper, in case you guys are listening, uh, she sang in that band for a little bit. We never really played out. We just jammed in the garage and recorded stuff. But anyway, this song goes back to those days. And uh, dude, I remember exactly where I was when I wrote this song. I'm sitting on the couch in our house on 10th Street in Anderson, Indiana. It's like 83, 1983. Rusty, my dog, man, he was still alive then, and he was, he was laying on the floor, I'm sure, in that room with me. And I pulled my guitar, my acoustic, and I'm sitting up on the couch, probably you know leaning back, and I'm just playing around with chord structures and, and uh, different picking patterns, and I come up with this little progression. I was like, man, that's cool. I mean, I just thought it was super cool, and it had a kind of an evocative feel. It stirred something up in me, and so I, I sat there, and I wrote that song, and then I brought it to the group and taught it to them, and we put this thing together, and Lisa sang a melody over it, and that's still pretty much the melody that I ended up uh, recording when I when I uh, redid the song in 2004 as a Christian song, rewrote the lyrics, of course, and put it on Out of the Hellhole. But, um, man, we had a lot of fun. Um, and I've, I've, I've actually got a recording of that song that I'll share with you someday in another in another podcast from the day, the garage band jamming out on that tune. But anyway, um, of course, when I, when I um, decided to put Out of the Hellhole out and I wanted to include some of these songs from that day, I redid this one and uh, rewrote the lyrics, held on to the same melody that Lisa sang. The song's like 99.9% exactly the way it was written back in the day. And it's all about wanting to be a faithful man, wanting that, that character trait of faithfulness to be developed in me and thankful, being thankful for the faithfulness of God. So I hope it rocks you up, man. I really do. Thanks for hanging out with me. Here it is, man. Faithfulness. I wanna live a home. 
Hey man, thanks so much for hanging out with me on this podcast. I hope you really enjoyed it and I hope it totally rocked you up for Jesus. As we wrap things up here, let me quickly say, if you dig what I'm doing, man, and you're blessed by the music, the podcast, the teaching videos, etc., and you want to support this ministry, this mission to reach classic metalheads for Jesus, I want to invite you to head over to my Patreon page and learn how you're just couple dollars a month will make a huge difference in this ministry. And also about some amazing exclusive benefits that you'll receive in exchange for your support.
support. The link to my Patreon page will be at the very top of the show notes. So head over there, check it out, learn about it, pray about it. And whatever you decide, man, God bless you. And thanks for being part of the Pastor Brad Rocks family, man. Remember to like, share, subscribe, leave comments, all those things. That helps the show to grow. Really appreciate it. Stop by PastorBradRocks.net sometime. Over there, you can learn all about the ministry of the music, get some free uh, music downloads, all kind of cool stuff. Also, if you're interested in following Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, best decision you'll ever, ever, ever make, promise bar none. You can learn about that over at PastorBradRocks.net as well, or leave a comment here. I'll get back with you. Shoot me an email at PastorBrad at AOL.com. Yes, I still use AOL. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) Thanks for hanging out with me, man. Until next time, keep your eyes on Jesus. God bless you. Pastor Brad, out.